0: Hi, and welcome to this Frasier podcast. Toss cells and scrambled stuff. Uh, it's me, your host. <laughs> definitely a time vampire named <laughs> Diana.
1: Uh, and I cannot understand the concept of a time vampire, but I'm Dave.
0: Okay, so... None
1: of that will make any sense if you're not a Patreon subscriber and haven't listened to the bonus audio. <laughs> you should do that. By the way, we've got a Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade where we record several to sometimes several minutes to sometimes a half an hour of extra audio for most of these things and then just put it up there because it's just us rambling to make sure the audio's okay.
0: Uh there's also but it's fun. Uh, our our rendition, our lovely rendition of she's such a groovy lady. Uh-huh. <laughs> Used, In my less
1: lovely edition. There's
0: some video versions of the podcast if you want to see us be more animated. Mm-hmm. Instead of just hearing our animated voices.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, we're talking about episode 906, A Room Full of Heroes.
0: You know, my favorite hero is- What's that? Uh, Dracula. <laughs> he's
1: your hero? No. No?
0: Okay. Just someone to look up to.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, especially when he's flying.
0: I guess. I mean, when you live on the moon, it's weird to look up to someone. <laughs> Talking about moons, a scene opens up with a little jack and lantern moon. Which mm-hmm. uh, is very good. And it's 21 minutes and 21 seconds. Oh, nice. nice. I like World that doubles. Tr- you get out of jail, finally. <laughs> Just stuck in there forever.
1: And you spin around twice, uh, spin all the way around the board once and land on the electric company. That's what would happen if you rolled a forty-two in Monopoly from jail. You're a nerd. <laughs> anyway, you said both of your things, right? Yes.
0: Who's yes. the writer?
1: The writer. Okay. So this is an interesting one because I'm actually going to give some information about this ahead of time that I would normally give at the end. Okay. So here's I want to talk about some important. I'm sorry
0: thing. for everyone that's listening to this for the very first time. <sighs>
1: okay but no this is on topic okay okay so normally at the end of the episode i would talk about what the imdb rating is okay and and we would give a rating on the episode i'm not gonna ask you to rate the episode yet but i want to ask you the question that i asked you before which is generally did you like this episode
0: generally i believe so apparently i did not leave a rating i didn't write it down
1: i mean you told me what it was and it was gonna be pretty good i also liked this episode Quite a bit. This episode has, so this got has an 8.3 rating on IMDb, mm-hmm. which means a couple of important things that I figured out when I was looking at these ratings today. One, this is, ta- like, o- there's only two other episodes rated higher than this in ep- in season nine. Mm-hmm. Though it looks like season nine is like. Possibly the worst-rated season.
0: Yeah, uh, when you follow up multiple Fraser Instagrams, like I do, <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of people talk about the later seasons being the worst. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because some really good episodes mm-hmm. are in the eleventh season. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, so I want to talk about that because I went through and I counted. So there's only. Two episodes in season nine that get higher than an 8.3. One is an 8.4 and one's an 8.6. Okay. Prior to, this is tied for the 91st best episode, meaning there are 91 <laughs> additional mm-hmm. episodes that are rated higher than this. Okay. Or 90 higher ones. There are 16 in the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. Which That's means, weird
0: because I don't think I'd like season eight very much.
1: No, no, no. I mean in seasons 10 and 11-
0: Oh oh, 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 okay. There
1: are an average of 8 each. Mhm. Meaning the next two seasons are rated have significantly more higher rated episodes uh-huh. than this season does. I
0: think maybe this is the season that people are remembering as
1: the bad late season. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. I know was it last or season 7 where Fraser loses his job? Um and he's just moping around the house?
1: No. Uh Well, maybe it was. Maybe it was season seven.
0: I don't know. And um, I don't like a lot of season eight for obvious reasons mm-hmm. that could not be helped. Yes. Being that that is the yeah, yeah, yeah. right, plot right, right, line yeah. that they decided to go with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, you know, I'm curious. Did you look at what season seven was ra- or season eight was rated?
1: I didn't. I just generally looked at some of the like about the f- fact that like. The next two seasons clearly have more higher-rated episodes mm-hmm. than this. And Okay,
0: you still haven't talked about the too. Okay. So.
1: But, okay, here's the other thing. The writer of this episode is Eric Zicklin. Oh. Who has so far, prior to this, only written three this, episodes.
0: is this a Carlos and the Chicken person?
1: No. Oh.
0: But thought...
1: you're on the right track. Okay. So this is the guy who wrote... A day in May, Mm -hmm. which we did not like. Okay, that's the one where Martin's doing the like parole board thing, and like, and then they're at the dog, like they're at the dog park. Like,
0: oh, it's weird that we we did not like it that much.
1: Yeah, we disliked that episode. Um, Well, I don't think it's that
0: bad. Oh yeah, motor skills I hated.
1: And Merry Christmas.
0: Yeah, it's weird because I don't think I hate. Looking back at a day in May, I don't think I hated it. I hate it as much. Mm-hmm. Just I'm neutral about it.
1: I, well, so my thing is that th- the reason I said a day in May first is because that was the one we disliked the least. Okay. Of those three. Okay. I was I was kind of doing a building thing where it was like a day in May. I just Motor don't think they're fair Mary to marry. No, I'm saying like yeah, I agree. But the fact that this guy wrote three of our most disliked episodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then suddenly he's done this one that's one of the highest rated of season of season nine. It's just It has of,
0: some good standout moments yeah, in it, it. It's really does. good.
1: Yeah. It does. It feels um, it feels like it's a weird shift is all.
0: Okay. Should we just get into it now? Yeah. Who would you dress up as for your hero?
1: <laughs> oh.
0: You would did not oh. think about this automatically. I didn't.
1: I oh actually my gosh! didn't Well at least I think i it occurred to me, and then I immediately forgot. So, I guess let's hear about who you would dress as. Well, oh, I, think
0: I didn't say it. that I thought about what? it.
1: Okay, okay, okay. You cannot give me a hard time for not okay, immediately having answer. Okay, I know you an
0: guess what mine would be, and That's I'll guess what harder. yours would be.
1: That's even harder. How am I supposed to get? Like, I don't have an answer for me. You-
0: um, I'm trying to think about, um, Travis McElroy. The reason I picked Travis mm-hmm. is because he's really about positivity uh-huh. and has always seems really happy and tries to be really happy mm-hmm. and he's funny and, but he isn't the obvious choice.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I, uh... okay. I'll tell you what, I'm going to have to think about this for a bit. Let's okay. talk about the episode, and maybe something will come to me.
0: Okay, so there's this hero party-themed mm-hmm. party happening, mm-hmm. uh, and apparently so many people are supposed to be showing so up because it's a party, right?
1: Yeah. Fraser, and... Fraser's throwing a party, and everybody obviously is going to want to go to this okay, party. So,
0: so Frasier's already dressed. No one else is. Right. Uh must have taken him a long time to apply the beard.
1: Yeah. That's a well well-applied beard. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So he's dressed as Freud, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It's very obviously Freud. Mm-hmm. Like
0: And I love th- that we learned this tidbit about how the trick or treaters are too scared to go to their apartment. Mm-hmm.
1: Because of old man Crane.
0: Which you would think would be Martin. <laughs> You'd think so. But it's, it's n- not. No, no. It's Frasier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know how he uh there's a whole little rhyme about how he's gonna eat your brain, which w- makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Because he um is very smart.
1: <laughs> he is, he is. That's why he's got so much forehead. It's it's just more and more brain growing in there. Like But it is about know, making
0: he... him mad and we know that Fraser gets mad constantly.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. Don't make him mad or he'll eat your brains. Um, I do really like the fact he's wondering, like, how do children get such crazy ideas? And then we see Martin come mm-hmm. home and he sees all the trick-or-treaters outside the apartment. About
0: how it's like harvest time. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. But
0: I like that because it's fall, right? Because this is the Halloween one where it's also what harvest time. Right.
1: Exactly. Yeah. That's
0: like a thing that you hear because, you know, Mm -hmm. the harvest.
1: Right. Yeah. I just love that he's clearly been cultivating this idea of Frasier eating people's brains, like eating children's brains when he gets angry. Like, it's so good. Especially because, like, Fraser gets angry enough for the kids to have seen this. And and maybe like be building on it.
0: We've never seen a child in this entire building (laughs) for nine years. That is true because Fraser has been eating them. (laughs) It's the only thing that makes sense.
1: That I mean, it does make sense. We've heard more about people having dogs than we have heard about people having children in this in this apartment. I know. I thought it
0: was a child free building.
1: It kind of seems like that. Which,
0: like, you can live a place without any children in it because yeah. of the people the ages of the people that live there they might yeah like it might not be a place where family I people mean, live there you know in whatever I'm, context
1: I'm sure there ain't no kids living at the Montana like really because, well because remember Niles was gonna get thrown out because he had someone staying at his house for a couple of months that was tap dancing someone was being loud
0: well you train your baby well <laughs>
1: I'm saying you don't have kids. You don't ha- you don't move into a place where it's so important to stay quiet if you have kids.
0: Well, I guess if you have teens.
1: Teens who get angry and go and blast their music so they don't have to listen to the Is that what you parents. did when
0: you were a teen?
1: It's not what I did, but I didn't have a a You thing. didn't have parents. <laughs> it finally comes out. Yes. No, I just like I mean, I feel I probably, I definitely did things that would have been too loud for living in the Montana.
0: I was like that a happened. mouse. I didn't become a real person until college.
1: <laughs> like, I got, I definitely got into fights with my brother that would have been too loud. Like, I, we definitely would have gotten thrown out of the Montana.
0: That's because you guys had like a boxing match once.
1: <laughs> I mean, that is an example, but I also just, we just had arguments a lot and actual fist fights. I mean, was yeah. there like
0: a fight club happening at your place and like your parents are like charging like a secret admission?
1: Uh, alas, no, uh, I-, I wish, but unfortunately. Um, um, <laughs> what? Okay. So no, no.
0: it's flu and party season, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is a very funny title. It is a funny title. Section. Um, yeah. So I love that. Martin comes out. He's wearing his costume. Mm-hmm. You know the baseball man costume. Did you know what it was?
1: I mean, i I didn't necessarily know that it was Joe DiMaggio just from. I know Joe DiMaggio as. Do you know a, his
0: num like number. I
1: wouldn't know him from his number. I don't know most players by their number.
0: Are numbers so. not as important in baseball? I feel like when do they even come up?
1: I mean, they. I feel like they help. They, I feel like they were a bigger deal at a time when you were watching from the stands and, like, they didn't have... Like, you didn't have, like, a Jumbotron, so you couldn't see necessarily who it was. Oh my
0: gosh, I never thought about how people would watch baseball without a Jumbotron. Yeah,
1: like, you're you just... might
0: as well not have been watching. No wonder <laughs> there was just so much Cracker Jack.
1: That's why you, you had just to would
0: have... go there. That's why it was like 10 cents to get in, because you were just going there for some snacks.
1: Well, I mean, it's like, if you notice, this uniform doesn't have a name on it because.
0: No, I thought it did.
1: No, it's oh. just the number five.
0: When did he play?
1: Uh, I
0: don't know what years. I mean,
1: he was married to Marilyn Monroe, so it would have been whenever it would make sense for him to be married. I think the
0: 50s, 60s, 50s, 60s.
1: Yeah. So, and the fact that he's married to Marilyn Monroe comes up in this part, and I do. I actually have something to say about this, but I do because, like, saying, like, uh, asking Frazier, you know who Joe DiMaggio is, right? And what he knows is that he was married to Marilyn Monroe, who was also married to Arthur Miller, mm-hmm. and he goes off on all this stuff that Arthur Miller did just to show that he knows a lot about baseball. Mm-hmm. Well, the funny thing is, other than having like the longest like hitting streak in baseball. The only other thing I know about Joe DiMaggio is that he's married to Marilyn Monroe, but the reason I know that this this will be connected, like I'm I'm going to tie this back to Fraser in a second, right? So the reason I know that is from the book Wonder Boys, in which Marilyn Monroe's jacket comes into play. It's an important plot point in Wonder Boys. Marilyn Monroe's jacket, which uh, a play a character in the book purchased from. A collection of joe dimaggio's stuff uh because he's obsessed with the yankees and and baseball history and all this stuff in the movie wonder boys one person that ends up holding it like like having it having this jacket at one point is played by the actress that plays mel on fraser so you see mel
0: mm. okay I just realized from watching that movie, uh-huh. that's how I knew who that person was. <laughs> yeah. It's from Frasier.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, she is, she plays a character. I mean, character- we
0: watched that so long ago. Yeah. yeah. So, she
1: plays a character on Wonder Boys who actually, ha- like, at one point has that jacket. And that's the whole reason I know that, uh, that, I knew that they were even married. It's the only reason I know anything about them. So,
0: that's interesting. hmm So, we find out kind of from this phone call from Gil. Mm-hmm. Who's calling to ask what's gonna happen at this party?
1: Yeah. Well, first, uh, well, so we're finding out what this game is kind of gonna be. It's like you have to,
0: it's sort of like a role playing. Yeah. It's like a light LARP.
1: (laughs) It's a light LARP. It is that. I'm sure
0: I'm using that incorrectly, but am I? No. I mean, you're role playing.
1: You're live role playing. Yeah.
0: Now you're supposed to answer questions that Fraser has come up with Mm -hmm. as your character would. Right. Which is a lot harder when you're dressing as a real character not a fictionalized mm-hmm, character mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. you create the personality
1: yourself. Mm-hmm, yep.
0: So Gil calls, asks um, if they're going to play that delightful game he probably hates because he's sick.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. He's
0: the eighth cancellation.
1: Yeah. Everyb- Man, there's something going around at the, at the studio. So many people, so many coworkers workers suddenly like, you know, sick.
0: You know, Roz isn't sick because she shows up with Alice.
1: Mm-hmm so cute Mm -hmm. i do wonder she seems to be dressed as like a dalmatian and i'm like is this her hero maybe she just like maybe she likes oh maybe she likes firehouse dogs
0: she was just going trick-or-treating i know i know isn't her dog a dalmatian yes that's
1: what it is Uh, i bet ariel's her hero she's not dressed for the hero party (laughs) come on play along with me i'm like the idea that she is dressed as her hero okay fine Wow, I'm
0: dressed as Cruella DeVille. <laughs> going to make a really so nice- you also
1: dress like a Dalmatian. Yes. <laughs> if possible.
0: And then I'm going to give my coat to Marilyn Monroe, and I tied it all together. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: So, and then we see Daphne's costume, where she's dressed as Sir Elm John, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which Fraser has a huge problem with this costume. Yeah,
1: because he's not a hero.
0: I- I don't... Okay, okay what there's is a it? definition? There's a huge definition of heroes. Yeah. There's, like... There's just so many. Yeah. Because they're also, like, somebody's... You know, we hear the word hero all the time. Like, if someone runs into a burning, burning building to get a bunch of kittens mm-hmm. or a child or a grandma mm-hmm. or whatever, they're considered a hero. Mm-hmm. But also Iron Man.
1: <laughs> right.
0: And... There's just, like, this huge range of, like, there's also, like, political heroes, mm-hmm. which you might not think of, mm-hmm. or, like, a lawyer might be a hero. There's mm-hmm. just, like, so many different wh- doctors. Mm-hmm. There's just so many different ways to say this. Yeah. And is a hero just someone? What's the difference between a hero and an idol?
1: Um, I mean, I think it depends. I think an idol can be a hero, but it wouldn't necessarily have to be someone you consider heroic. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, you probably consider a hero an idol. You don't necessarily consider an idol a hero.
0: Okay. So, I think Elton John has contributed a lot.
1: Yeah. I mean, Daphne even Daphne
0: has a whole little spiel about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I will say, one thing that definitely really bothers me in this is how... Mean Frazier is to people about the people they consider heroes. Well,
0: I, I, you know why? Because he has his idea of what he wants his party to be Mm -hmm. because he is Frazier and he's a snob
1: and because he's bad at parties
0: and all. Yes, all of that. Then we see Raza's costume where she's dressed as Wonder Woman, which Mm -hmm. it makes Frazier even more upset.
1: Mm -hmm. Granted,
0: I think Wonder Woman is a great hero.
1: I also think Wonder Woman is a great hero. I like i also think it's funny i i'm like i feel like it wouldn't be wonder woman if they made that episode today
0: who do you think it would be now
1: well no my point is like wonder woman today i feel like wonder woman today wouldn't be what you would use as the thing to say like oh um like if you use wonder woman today no one's gonna be like Ugh! Why would you pick Wonder Woman? Like that's such a. But that's like, because
0: no... we live in a world, a superhero world now. Right.
1: And I know, but also one where I feel like people have a lot more. I feel like people have a lot more respect for Wonder Woman in the general public than they had when this episode came out. Mm. Though obviously you would probably also be dressed as the new like movie version of Wonder Woman and not the like older like like. 70s version whose name like uh, I forget the name of the actress but like there's that TV show and I feel like cuz that's what she ha, how she's dressed mm-hmm. in this but
0: so then we get the call from Kenny who's also calling out sick um mm-hmm. uh, and then then we get Niles Niles shows up just as his hero mhm mhm you know Martin Martin mhm
1: it's, it's so, so oh, good oh, i love this I love. I love this. when
0: they laugh and they do the same laugh mm-hmm. and they. It's just like really, really good. Yeah,
1: the like, like lean back, like, ah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very like this perfect like Martin laugh, and he's doing the same like walk with his cane, mm-hmm. like a lot of mannerisms, and like, yeah. It's. I mean, again, I think this really fits into David Hyde Pierce's like physical comedy. Mm-hmm. Really comes through in this again, even mm-hmm. though there isn't a lot of like the the big falling down kind of mo- movements, but it's still very physical it's a lot of it is about his body language and his movement mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. this and it's done really well
0: okay so when we go to play the game because everyone's at the party now since everyone called mm-hmm. out sick
1: yeah by the way i'm sorry to interrupt but, but i just want to go back uh when kenny calls out sick fraser's like we should all take some echinacea is fraser really this dumb fraser's real dumb Oh, if i think- know i did think about that <laughs> also
0: <laughs> at this time if someone mentioned echinacea i wouldn't have known what this was when this mm-hmm. aired mm-hmm do most people know what Echinacea is? I I like would have no. gotten it. I feel like because Frazier's saying it, I feel like no. No. Uh, I know what Echinacea is because I'm one of those people that definitely is like, oh, I'm sick, so I need to take this e- Echinacea zinc tablets I mm-hmm. got from the health food store.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I definitely think they work.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely remember people talking about echinacea at this time as like a thing to take when you're getting a cold or like mm-hmm. protect against a cold. Even yeah, no. if
0: it's a placebo that works, mm-hmm. I think, whatever. Mm-hmm. Though I, de- I think it's not like supposed to, that like, it's suddenly like your cold is gone. Mm-hmm. It just shortens your cold or right. like helps with those like early cold symptoms. Right. Because zinc, I think, does help your immune system. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's shown to.
1: It has been shown to have an effect on. But I
0: think also, so if you're sleeping, you have to take care of yourself, basically. Right. So if you're not, it's not like zinc is only going to like help help you. Yeah.
1: Oh, also, oh, Frazier's a real jerk about Niles's costume. And it really bothers me. Okay. Because he goes off on this thing, like you know, because because Niles addresses Martin, and he's like, he's supposed to. You know, come as a classic hero, someone who truly inspires you, you know, someone of truly unquestioned greatness. And he keeps saying, like, no offense, no offense, but it's like, man, it's his, it's, he dressed as his dad. Like, what a jerky thing to say in front of your dad to tell his son, uh, you know, you're supposed to dress as someone who inspires you and is great and all that. Like, what a jerk. yeah. Like, like, yeah. But I mean, it's also Fraser just being snobby, like I about did
0: it. S- right? I did write Fraser being a snob.
1: Yeah, it, but I'm just like, man, shut up, Fraser. <laughs> Stop it.
0: Well, when he finally, I finally just want to talk about the Sorry. game. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, I love that he calls it. It's like he- called Hero Worship, you mm-hmm. know? And he's like, copyright Fraser Crane. Boilerplate, boiler plate, boilerplate. Boiler boiler plate. <laughs> yeah. Which I had to look up what boilerplate meant. Uh-huh. Do you know?
1: I mean, I under. Yes, but like, it's not a,
0: basically a, that tiny script to you know that you see by a copyright. Yeah. It's like the little disclaimers. And I, but I, I think it's really funny, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, because he was talking earlier about how he's gonna like market this game if it was successful enough. And I, I think
0: I, I feel do, like it is probably a game now that was kickstarted,
1: <laughs> probably done better than this. Yeah, like the funny thing is, like, I. I think this is another sign of the thing where I'm like, man, Fraser's real dumb because if so many people are like canceling because they're quote unquote sick from your party just and the only thing they know about it is they're going to play this game you've described that you're probably not going to do very well if you try to market it. It's not going to do well.
0: That's because Fraser. Okay, this is the important thing about business. And you should know as you went to business school twice.
1: Okay, I did. Let me take some notes. Okay. So one thing I learned, take notes.
0: Okay. So sometimes you're a person that comes up with a great idea. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that you should be the person out there as a spokesperson mm-hmm. talking about that great idea. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you're the person that's writing the copy that the spokesperson's saying. Uh-huh. Because you know, you it, it might not be good because yeah. you're not good at the marketing. You need that's why they're people that major in marketing. Yep. So Fraser might have come up with a really good idea, mm-hmm. but he needs help with all the other aspects yeah. of well, it. Yeah, well, he
1: needs yeah he needs market researchers and things, and he needs we also need also knowing a few people that do like game design and things. You need some people to do some like. Like play testing and be like, oh no, this is what this is lacking, yeah, and this is what see, this is missing, and, and oh, that's where that gets slowed he's down. He's too here.
0: pompous to yeah. realize all this, anyways.
1: He also wanted to play that governor's cat. We or live whatever. in a world
0: where everyone is a brand,
1: uh huh. So, Fraser's brand is bad, it's bad so, parties, and unpleasantness and sadness.
0: The first question that gets asked about the <laughs> Human Genome Project. <laughs>
1: It's so bad. It's so bad. Well, it's a
0: little heavy of a question to begin your game. It's not like...
1: Okay, now that I'm thinking about it, it's almost a... um um Cards Against Humanity. That's the one. Cards Against Humanity. This is almost like... If this was shorter, if it was like, in character, talk about uh this topic, and then you just flip a card, and it's like, the Human Genome Project, mm-hmm. and then you've got like... You you've got to give a card. Human that's...
0: Genome Project. Something about a, LOL, a body part.
1: Uh huh. Right. Except when like,
0: wouldn't say l o l body part. <laughs> right. Be, yeah, like yeah. a specific body part, and then it'd be like um, Madonna, and then some other goofy answer. Right.
1: right. But if it was something where you had to give like a quick like three word answer that's mm-hmm. in in character, mm-hmm. and it was something like that, you know, then I'd be like, okay, this this is almost a thing. Like this is almost a thing, mm-hmm. and and but it's just that Fraser is bad. So so
0: <laughs> sure. So now the next question is: uh, After everyone has groaned about the most significant relationship in your life, mm-hmm. so I love the whole Elton John, Marilyn Monroe, Princess Diana thing that <laughs> ends up happening yeah. here, which is the best part of this whole thing, where like. How Martin answers this question that Marilyn Monroe. I like one, I like that he says Marilyn Monroe is the most significant relationship, but Mm -hmm. he's like, I might have been married before this. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. And And we know Marilyn Monroe was that was brought up in this episode. mm -hmm. So, yeah.
0: And then Elton John and then like Daphne, like role playing as Elton John, like, oh, yes, I wrote a song about Marilyn Monroe. And uh then finding out about, you know, diana prince and Mm -hmm. then saying then elton john saying like oh i wrote a song about princess diana (laughs) it was the same song i wrote about marilyn monroe like Uh this whole thing
1: that is really funny yeah
0: and it's like fraser gets so mad at this and i think this whole bit is so good yeah and i love that martin's like look we're having we're playing your game and we're having a fun time so chill
1: out right that's the thing like if it wasn't fraser doing it it, this almost works. Like, he's doing the thing. And this actually comes up, but it's like, man, you made a thing that, like, kind of works if you can just chill. hmm Like, if you could well, just chill. Well, you know,
0: okay, so I realize what Fraser has. hmm I realize that Fraser has problems when things are not to uh, his perfection level. hmm Because I think Fraser's a perfectionist, and he has- he has an idea of how things will play out. And when they deviate from that path, mm-hmm. he gets frustrated. Yes. And he gets either into a rage monster or mm-hmm. he gets the opposite of it and gets really sad. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes those responses don't make sense because it's just a little less about what he wanted. It's not necessarily bad. Yeah. It's like so many women, right? It's like he's dated where. Well, she's just a little not perfect enough. Right. And and it's like, Fraser, that does not help people work. Yeah. You'll never be able to find this perfect person. But mm-hmm. that's also the conflict of the show. Yeah. So this is the conflict. Yes. And I think this is actually a very important point about the show is a lot of times when we talk about... Just say the thing. I have to say, we have not had a just say the thing episode it's in a very a long time. It has
1: been wise. Yeah. And I think
0: our whole point about that is so much of the conflict was just say the thing. You could have a different conflict other mm-hmm. than just say the thing. Right. And it was just like, it's fine to have some of those episodes, but it was every episode just was just yeah. say the thing. Yeah. And so it's nice that we're seeing actually so much growth in mm-hmm. the show.
1: Yeah. So also because of something you were saying I I just had like a kind of a realization about this show and myself and like and and something so as a kid so it doesn't really come across as much on in the podcast because of the magic of editing but I have a pretty bad stutter I've brought it up a few times where I will I'll repeat words over and over I'll pause i have I have weird long pauses. I cut a lot of that stuff out because I, I... like
0: your long pauses they're so cute
1: I know, but you're a cat <laughs> but to combat that when I was in school i like i used it made me very nervous about talking to people, and I realized if I didn't have to take a long time thinking about what I was saying, then I would not have as much of a problem with that and so when i was walking to school i would come up with topics of conversation and try and imagine what people's responses would be and plan out possible responses that i could have so i could have like a nice witty response to a thing and have it feel like i'm a person who can have a normal conversation with a person and then i would bring up the thing and It would go completely wrong because nobody talks the way that I do. And so I was bad at predicting how other people would respond. And it, so what would happen is I'd bring up a thing and, and they'd say something else and I would start to stutter and I'd start to get quiet and I would stop responding to things. And I realized Frasier He's having a very similar thing in this where he has an idea of the direction he wants a thing to go, a way he wants things to work. And the moment it stops being exactly that thing, instead of getting quiet and kind of giving up, he gets angry and big and loud. And it's like he's fighting against his inability to just roll with the conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like he can't just, like, fit himself into the slot of the way the conversation's going. And so he gets angry that he's being left behind. Mm -hmm. And gets loud and tries to stop it. Instead of slowing down and saying like, how do I get back into this? How do I figure out the flow of this conversation? That's
0: because that's very hard. It is very
1: hard. It is. I know. I'm 100% aware of how hard it is. Because
0: everyone's got their own things going on too. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it's that's because you either think about other people too much or think about yourself too much. And it's hard to have a good balance between those Mm -hmm. because you have to think about your own weird stuff that's going on to be able to like deal with other people. Right. Mm -hmm. And then with the other people and then, Oh, it's just complex.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, it's part of the reason I've become a person who can kind of work my way into a conversation that people are having and I'll, I'm will willing to just be around people and be quiet for a while and then I'll be like, okay, I see the way this is going. I see the way people are talking and I see the way that I fit into it. And, here, and then and you I just go.
0: leave. No.
1: Then I join the conversation. And... I know.
0: Dave is like, the... you're such an extrovert. <laughs>
1: I'm not super extroverted, but I'm able to make it work.
0: You've seen groups of people. I remember mm-hmm. once we were walking home. I think it was around New Year's or something, or mm-hmm. Christmas, maybe like like after Christmas or something. I remember, mm-hmm. and these people were having a party at a house, and you were just like, we we had been drinking. You're like, we should go hang out at that ha- party at that <laughs> house. And I'm like, Dave, that is not how this works.
1: Honestly, it could have been how this was. So
0: works. at some parties, that might have worked. If there were enough people hanging outside, and you could have been like, hey, what's up? And they might have been like, oh, you should just come hang out. Mm-hmm. And we could have made some new friends. That's yeah. always fun. Yeah.
1: I mean, I've done stuff like that before. I know. It works. I mean, that's why. You how just got to be willing to do it.
0: I also have done stuff like that before. That's how I became friends with someone from Boston College.
1: hmm Like, that's the thing is, like. We made soup. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, but a, part, a lot of it is deciding, I, it's about deciding you don't need to dictate the flow of the conversation mm-hmm. and be willing to just go the direction that it's going, and Fraser doesn't well, seem to be able to do that. Well, we have
0: that in this kind of section where Niles and Fraser kind of had to have this powwow in the kitchen, you know, mm-hmm. which is a fortress where no one else can hear you. Of course, of course. Where Niles brings up the good point. He's in good spirits because he's been drinking Martin's beer.
1: Yeah, sure has. Because he's Martin, so he's gotta drink some beer. Um
0: and he's like, Be glad dad is having, you know, a fun time. He, mm-hmm. that rarely happens at our parties. Yeah. And, you know, then Fraser's just like, This party's dumb and mm-hmm. just decides to leave and mm-hmm. walks out. Yeah. And it and it's just like, ugh Yeah. I mean, I think sometimes the best thing you can do. Is walk away from something. But you have to say, like, I need a timeout. I'm going to come back. Yeah. But I got to, like, readjust my thinking. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, that Fraser's trying to do that. He just doesn't do it in a good way.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I will say one thing I noticed is uh, I feel like Niles would be actually pretty good at RPGs because of the fact that, like.
0: Role playing games, if you don't know what that means.
1: (laughs) Right. Much like. Uh, what is played on the podcast Android Dreams, which was a cyberpunk RPG podcast I run?
0: What is cyberpunk, Dave? <laughs> really quick, do it in one. It's sentence. like it's a, a gritty, future.
1: futuristic, technology-focused kind of uh, kind of dark world where corporations run everything. A lot of it's about being pressed in a world where you can't take take down the man.
0: Beautifully said. Thank, Thank you. you for that ad.
1: <laughs> anyway, when because. Because Mart, uh, because Niles as Martin answers the question about like the best relationship is, mm-hmm. is all about like Hester. Hester. Yeah, and he goes, it's a very sweet and nice thing that he says, and that's when Fraser gets upset because he thinks, because like clearly Martin's touched, and he's like, and Fraser thinks he's just like sucking up to Martin basically mm-hmm. by doing this thing, and he's like, Niles, can I talk to you in the kitchen? And I like that Niles is just like, Who's Niles? I'm Martin Crane. And he's like dad and he's like I'm not Freud's dad I don't see Freud's dad here <laughs> and like I really I like it's like he's really getting into no, it No,
0: yeah because that's when I'm that's when the live action role-playing comes in right, right yeah. like that is really like yeah because he is Martin now right he is following those hero rules, the hero worship rules. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, he absolutely is. He's supposed to be playing this role. Mm -hmm. He's supposed to be thinking about how that person's going to respond. I mean,
0: it seems like it's just being annoying, but I, I like that commitment Mm -hmm. to it. And it's supposed to be this funny gag, but it's, it's good. Yeah.
1: It's like, He's just being like, hey, this is the game you wanted to play. And I'm Mm -hmm. playing it. Like, I'm doing the thing.
0: And it's like... I love Niles. Niles just being the best character ever, even though he's also the creepiest character ever. But also... Uh He's highly committed to the creepiness.
1: He he is. He is. I also just really like that Martin wants a picture of Martin Crane meeting his hero, Joe mm-hmm. DiMaggio. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I did really enjoy that, considering it's Martin Crane with Martin Crane, essentially. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I, I thought that was really a funny thing. Yes. The last thing I want to say in this little bit is that before Frasier leaves, I like that he's so upset because, like, like... This, like, the party's a disaster. It's just people in costumes drinking. I'm like, yeah. T- sounds like a good party. It does. You've, you've made a good party. It's if you people... don't like
0: drinking, that is a problem. I mean, nope, just have some seltzer.
1: Nope, nope. If you don't like drinking, that's fine. That is fine. You're allowed to not like drinking. No,
0: I meant like, like you can't drink any liquids for some r- weird reason. <laughs> yeah.
1: If you can't drink any liquids for some reason... You you're have mommy. rabies. You're a mommy. and you're dying.
0: Wait, if you can't drink liquids, you have rabies. No,
1: so rabies causes an inability to drink water. It that, in fact, rabies used to be simply referred to as hydrophobia, because that was the one most important thing that people knew was that if you had rabies, you wouldn't, you would avoid water. You would, you would recoil at the idea of drinking what does water. water do. You just can't drink it. Why? It's. I think you have. A, it's hard for you to swallow. I think it causes. I think it's actually painful. There's a bunch of different reasons why you won't drink water, and it's because. And and the reason for that is it, it can. That's part of the reason It can actually cause your mouth to like get extra saliva because it's trying to like make make extra oh. saliva, and that allows there to be more bacteria. If you were to like bite somebody, you're more likely to spread rabies because there's so much bacteria. Like Nutella. Yes, you spread it like you spread rabies like Nutella just on some toast and hope somebody Seems eats like a wrap. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm not a rapper, but you know, mm-hmm. if you are, mm-hmm. try to make that work. Good luck,
1: mm-hmm. anyway. That's some fun rabies talk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so my favorite thing is we're in the lobby, but I mm-hmm. put Frasier in the lobby, which is just F lobby, so it says flobby. <laughs> so here we are in the flobby, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which we've only been here once before. Yeah, I was going to say. Where like- Niles was getting the licorice mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. for his stomach. Y- yep, yep.
0: So we see a bunch of kids that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And uh, we see the one boy get his candy stolen, and mm-hmm. we find out that it... I love that Fraser's like, well, I'm going go talk to go talk to his parents. And he's like, his parents are my parents. Mm-hmm. And um,
1: the one thing you never want as a little boy is to have an adult well (laughs) is to have an adult go tell your parents on your brother like no that's not helpful that's not gonna help anything that might solve this moment but it's gonna make all the next moments worse like you do not if your brother does something to you you do not want an adult to go be like go tell on your brother for you that's terrible definitely is not a good idea
0: did this happen to you
1: yeah, i'm yeah yeah And like that's the thing there's so many adults that think they're helping when they do stuff like that and it's like man do you not understand what happens next
0: what does happen next
1: just your brother then your brother who's kind of a jerk already
0: mhm then which, it becomes he doubles down on being yeah, a jerk yeah
1: because he's mad at you for because he doesn't believe that the adult decided on his own he thinks you wanted the adult to tell on him mm. and so he takes it out on you when that adult isn't around
0: okay well fraser has an idea for this little boy this is this brilliant. is like what?
1: i mean terrible so mean I, I think it's
0: awful. I didn't
1: say brilliant. I don't know who said that,
0: but it kind of is. It's awful. It's
1: awful and brilliant. This is so so um,
0: he says to get like just a little bit of fiberglass. a little bit. Okay, so in my head, I was like, where the heck does this child get fiberglass? And yeah, then he's like- I could have
1: gotten some fiberglass as a kid.
0: Your, I thought your dad did construction work.
1: Of- Briefly. He, where would you have gotten fiberglass from? No, from where he's saying. That, like,
0: pink pink uh, insulation stuff. I know what he's saying. I'm saying, where would you have gotten it?
1: I forget. Is it not normal to have interacted with, like, fiberglass insulation so when you were I a kid? So, I knew
0: where fiberglass was also in my house. There were some in mm-hmm. the attic because... I think they were trying to do something insulate mm-hmm. the attic, and yeah. I remember going up there when my dad was doing stuff with fiberglass, and he goes, "Don't touch it because I'll make you itchy." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. And then I never wa- ever went up there again.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah. but I'm I'm saying at, as is it not a normal thing as a kid to have had multiple occasions when you've interacted with fiberglass insulation?
0: multiple occasions i don't know honestly i think it would depend
1: because to me i was just i was hearing this and i was just like oh yeah no you just go just go to all well. the
0: various places th- like home depot where i was just my regular hangout <laughs> i was just using the well, saws
1: i mean like in and, my house and
0: did you just live in like a pink panther span- sponsored house
1: i mean no but the thing is like when you live in a tar paper shack that only has a a wood stove you need to have good insulation it sounds
0: like you're just making this up but this is real
1: this is really my my life and you needed it, it needed to be as insulated as possible so when you found ways to get better insulation you did that it's, I
0: think it's very hard for people to imagine the life that you live.
1: <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> yeah.
0: I know because I don't think I really truly understood until I went to the pond mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I can really envision this life mm-hmm. and like get it. And I understand now.
1: Yeah. Where you were, you, you stood between the two houses that were my neighbors and had to imagine there was another house in this little space. Mm hmm. And that's the house I lived in. hmm. And it's just like, it was just a normal size yard. It was one normal sized yard between the two houses, and in there, that was where my house was. I
0: just had a nice dog. It was great.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I love that the boy is just like, "That sounds mean," and I don't want to do
1: that. <laughs> yeah. Man, no, I heard this, and like, I was imagining me at this age, and I was like, "Man, I want to p- put a pinch of fiberglass insulation in my brother's bed."
0: Okay, I want to say if an adult said. Come to my house. I have tons of candy.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: I think it had to do with the time. It's
1: Halloween. It's Halloween. He's a guy that lives in the apartment. Okay. I want to say that
0: there's a huge difference between suburban kids and city kids. City kids constantly go up and talk to strange adults all Mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. Kids have run out of a store to compliment my hair before, (laughs) and I, I was told as a child to never talk to strangers oh yeah do you know how many children talk to me i had another child talk to me at the grocery store just a full-on conversation i felt <laughs> so bad for the mom mm-hmm. it was just like oh you should dye your hair this color next time because her mom also had like blue hair mm-hmm. and and like the mom said to me i don't have good fashion sense <laughs> and and you know obviously in this voice that her child had bullied her And I felt so sad.
1: See, when you first told that story, I got the impression what was happening is sort of like...
0: It was, yeah, I mean... It was like,
1: this is the funny thing. It is funny,
0: but also, her child's a big old bully.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, like, and she's very if cute if you're an if you're an adult that's saying that because you're if you, if you if you're an adult dying your hair the color your kid is telling you to dye it because and you're like i don't have good fashion sense what you mean is i enjoy doing this thing and i know I like- but her
0: daughter told her she didn't have good like tasted fashion <laughs> and like the daughter had to make choices the daughter and I both enjoy the same snack, though. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. And the mom really felt like she had to defend her choice about not <laughs> liking that snack.
1: Mm-hmm. I okay. I
0: made it a thing by accident. And yeah. this had nothing yeah. to do about But okay, either. But
1: to go back to what you were saying about someone saying something about candy in the apartment or whatever. Yeah. So if you said to me.
0: 364 days out of the year. It's right. terrible. If,
1: if, if someone said, come into my apartment and get some candy. <laughs> you're like no, man, no, 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 nope, no, no. But if you say to me, on Halloween, come up to my apartment. That where apart- I
0: poisoned all the candy.
1: Apartment 1901 has a lot of, of good candy. I'm going to be like, oh, cool. I know where to go to get good candy.
0: He didn't- Did he say good candy? Because that's full-size candy bars.
1: Well, what he said was, i've got you know you can come trick-or-treating my apartment i've got bags of the stuff you can have all you want it doesn't have to be a full-size candy bar if i can have all i want if i can just be like dump i don't care that it's a if it's a full-size candy bar why would
0: you if you want the candy why would you take it to the dump it's awful dave no respect no candy respect this kid isn't roger it's a... Oh, wow. What a cheap joke at our favorite character in all no, entire I'm saying, day of Frasier.
1: I'm not, It wasn't a cheap joke. I'm saying he takes it to the dump because that's where he works. He's just bringing it with him for a snack for later.
0: Who just brings candy as a snack? Me? You bring candy as a snack? Yeah. Plenty of people bring candy as a snack to I work. I guess I just would never bring candy as a snack. I know
1: you wouldn't, but I'm saying... You didn't usually eat candy growing up.
0: I know. I don't know what I am. I'm I pretty like sure you, I'm like some evil troll. I feel
1: like you went trick-or-treating and then were just like, well, that was fun, toss.
0: Okay, that is not true. I because just you wouldn't waste it. food.
1: You wouldn't waste food. I would not That's waste correct.
0: food. I would hoard it forever. Okay,
1: so when I say toss, what I mean is toss in a corner and not really touch. Because That's not I won't, true. Because if I eat it, then I will ate I won't all the gum
0: and all the other candy that was... You know, like, fruity. hmm and, and then I ate all the chocolate last. <laughs> if it even lasted that long because someone got into my stash. Mm-hmm. Namely, yeah. my mother <laughs> stole my candy. hmm That's just fine.
1: I will say, I generally went for the chocolate candies first, except with one exception. I was getting Tootsie Rolls. I always ate the fruity Tootsie Rolls first.
0: Oh, I like the vanilla tootsie rolls.
1: Mm, that's my least favorite outside of the chocolate ones. Like <laughs> I
0: hate you all know, the fruity tootsie rolls. I, the I like fruity. the chocolate ones more.
1: I don't. I don't like the. I don't like chocolate tootsie rolls, but I like an orange tootsie roll. I'm a fan of an orange tootsie roll. Delicious. This
0: actually works out really well because then you can have the fruity ones, and I can have the three vanilla
1: ones. It works out really well because I usually do the grocery shopping, I'll j- so I can just buy snacks that I like.
0: Oh. Anyway.
1: So, no, but the important thing is...
0: Okay, so they get in the elevator to go to apartment 901. Then he finds out that he's old man Crane. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then he's like, don't worry. I don't eat brains.
1: Right. Oh, wait, wait, But we didn't actually say the most important part of this conversation. The most important part of this conversation is basically like, is essentially this kid giving Fraser doing like... He's giving
0: him the advice to actually go back up to the apartment. Yeah, we didn't address that at all. because he's like...
1: Yeah, my brother did the mean thing, but like, it's fine. It's fine. Like, um, you know, and and he, he's even like, yeah, I get temper tantrums because like Frazier mentions he has. He's like, yeah, I get those too sometimes. Like, and and like, it's okay. Like, it's mm-hmm. just family, you know. And and I like that this kid is so like insightful, that he makes Frazier realize that he's being kind of a jerk, and and like, and very like self centered, and realizes like, there okay. needs to
0: be a new spin off. Mm -hmm. with just fraser and this kid
1: yeah and he goes to this kid and alice two episodes in a row doing great psychiatry this kid and alice kid psychiatrists that's the show that's the show that should have been this entire time kid psychiatrists we figured it out two episodes in a row where the best psychiatrists on the show are proven to be kids and yeah that's that's what the show is now kid psychiatrists
0: Okay, cool. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Anyways, Fraser doesn't eat brains—at least not human ones. <laughs> I, I was... like how he just ends up freaking him out even more. Uh-huh. Remember? Okay, so my one of my mom's favorite shows when I was like growing up, it was on PBS. So it was called mm-hmm. The Frugal Gourmet. Oh yeah, Every- definitely ate Everybody brains.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah.
0: And then he definitely did cow tongue once. And that is the thing that really wanted me, that's the thing I believe that was a catalyst for me becoming vegetarian. (laughs) It wasn't for Mm -hmm. years later, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely traumatized by a cow's tongue.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is kind of funny that like, because like, I'm sorry, as a kid, if I heard someone talking about like-
0: Eating brains. Eating brains.
1: I'd be like, no, no. Like, and as like, an
0: adult, that's suddenly one, it's not a food that a kid is going to like. Well, I mean, yeah. probably some kids, but it, it's definitely something that an adult can, like, remove from, well, an animal, but <laughs> right. remove from, like, the connotation of what, how spooky that is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, like, enjoy it for what the delicacy it is.
1: Mm-hmm. So I wonder, is that a... Is that is that a thing people still do? I don't
0: know. Is he eating
1: beef brains because I know beef, because like the 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 neural the neural system is where you get the mad cow from. I don't know. I just wonder if like do people still do? I don't know. That's not a thing. I've looked I, into. I was in
0: quarantine for a while for a lot of my life mm-hmm. because of that, right. and I didn't even know. I only knew because there's a blood drive at my high school. And I lived in Scotland as when I was a baby. Mm-hmm. And because I was there when Mad Cow was a thing, there's a possibility because of how it manifests in people, it can mm-hmm. take years. Right. And so I couldn't donate blood mm-hmm. uh, if you lived in you know these places right. during this time. Mm-hmm. And I did. And now I now I believe it's fine. I think I can donate blood now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just a weird thing. So I just never I've never donated blood because of that. Mm-hmm. But now I think it's okay. Yeah. Like the amount of time has passed and I do not have mad cow disease. Right. Good news. Good, good, news. good news, everyone.
1: Breaking news. Diana does not have mad cow disease.
0: <laughs> Yay. I don't know what other diseases I have, but you know, <laughs> not that one.
1: Anyway, Rebecca Fraser's apartment. Niles Martin making out with Elton John. Yeah,
0: I love that Martin's just like, "Can you cut it out? I don't want to watch myself." Yeah, that was really funny. Uh
1: huh.
0: Um... Meanwhile, I'd
1: just be like, "This is fascinating." I'd be like fascinated to watch someone who's dressed as me, like recognize make out with
0: Mel and John.
1: Yeah, I'd be just sort of like, I like I wouldn't necessarily be like into it, but I think I'd be like fascinated at the like weird like uncanny feeling that would come with that happening i'd just be like what this is bizarre this is such a weird one-time thing happen
0: if it was somebody dressed up as you making out with someone else that was dressed up as you
1: i think i would be simultaneously i would think i would be more fascinated just sort of like again in an uncanny i can't look away like It's it's, it's
0: slightly disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also like intriguing. Yeah. You're just like, it's like when you're at an art museum and you see something that's just kind of really weird. Yeah. And you're like, like, I I don't don't really like this, but also I can't help but continue looking at it. Yeah.
1: I'm going to continue to be unsettled by this. That's like modern
0: art, right? That's what, to me, if I made modern art, that's what I would go for. i have like, I want something to feel kind of uncomfortable, but Mm -hmm. also want to keep studying it.
1: Yeah. Or it's also like one of my favorite things about playing Dark Souls is when I'm just sort of like, oh, this is the most unsettling thing I've seen in this game. Let me keep looking. So I was thinking about my art. I think
0: it'd be like a jar of fingernails.
1: (laughs) Mm Hmm. Mm Hmm.
0: That's something you kind of want to look at, but be like gross out. Some people just would be like, no, Mm -hmm. but some people would be like, this is weird. Anyway, we'll never finish this. Whoa, whoa, if we talk yeah. about the weird creepiness. Okay, so Fraser's back.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We see Niles, uh, there's a lot more of these beer cans that are missing or that are empty now. There yeah, there's a lot like more empty seven of them. Yeah, so that's an important thing that we got we to gotta see here. But... Well,
0: okay, so we hear more about Roz mm-hmm. where she had said that she misheard. She mm-hmm. thought it was a superhero party, but really, Wonder Woman really is her hero. Yeah. Yeah, which She's is smart and beautiful and moral and independent. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh,
1: Roz." I know, like this is a really like touching moment. I think where like and then Niles and then makes a feels... really
0: gross comment. He
1: sure does. He sure does. Okay, actually, no. The thing is, like, he makes a gross comment about Roz's look. Uh, and I like Martin's It's like
0: a a restaurant.
1: It sure is here that has yeah. wings mm-hmm. and... and an owl logo. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then I like Martin's like, "Hey, I keep that to myself." Uh, do you you? that's also Uh, what i thought i was
0: like do you keep that to yourself i think he
1: thinks he does i think he's less i think he thinks he's not as obvious as he is (laughs) it's super obvious yeah and okay but but okay but the important thing here is not only had fraser apologized for leaving uh, uh, like the way that he did he then apologizes honest he gives like a real honest apology to roz where he's just sort of says like i never should have criticized you i'm terribly sorry That's it. He's just like, you know. Yeah, it is nice. Like, you actually view Wonder Woman as a hero. And instead of being like, instead of making fun of her for viewing Wonder Woman as a legitimate hero, he just is like, I'm terribly sorry. Like, and I think that's really important. Like, this is a, to me, is a really big deal for him to just straight up be like accepting of her viewing wonder woman as an actual hero like a personal hero Mm -hmm. and and just just apologizing Mm -hmm. no judgment no anything just a real apology is like i think it for me is a really powerful moment like Mm -hmm. because i don't i don't think a fraser is somebody who can accept someone viewing a, a, a comic book superhero as a real personal hero and the fact that he does is i think is really like important and touching Mm -hmm. and i really like this moment Mm -hmm. that's all i just wanted to say like i want to pinpoint a moment where i I was touched so
0: i think we're back to playing the game right or is that how we get the biggest disappointment question yes
1: yeah yeah yeah.
0: so you know niles as martin answers Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. and he's incredibly drunk
1: oh this part
0: Where he assumes that Martin's biggest disappointment are his sons. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because he's just a regular guy, you know, like us regular guys, you know, like Joe here. Mm -hmm. And he's Martin calls him out and says, look, that's not true.
1: Yeah, that he was always proud of his sons, Mm -hmm. that like they're not disappointments to him. And like, I think this is another really touching and powerful moment, but it is like also upsetting.
0: Yeah. It's what? very upsetting. Well, one I think we see here, it's Niles it's it's sad because Niles thinks that's what Martin thinks. Yeah. If- and which okay, so going back to the episode where we find out how Martin actually got shot mm-hmm. and how sad you know, where Frank is giving him the advice, we see how desperately Martin wants to be, like, a mm-hmm. good father and, like, be there for his sons and want his sons to be there for him. Mm-hmm. He just can't connect with him. And I think, like, Niles is trying to say, like, you know, I'm a regular guy, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why there's a disconnect. But we see, like, Martin tries yeah. so hard. He does. And this is just Niles' thing. And mm-hmm. I think, like, if there'll always be... It it will always be, especially like in this moment where where, where we're drunk Mm -hmm. and you feel incredibly, it's weird, when you're drunk, you say incredibly vulnerable things Mm -hmm. that you would not normally say, Mm -hmm. but also idiotic things. (laughs) But you won't realize that you're saying them and it's important. I think this actually should be important to Martin.
1: Yeah, well, the thing is... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Okay, the thing is like, in this moment what we what we're seeing is i think this triangle of heroes there's a triangle of heroes here that's important okay (laughs) Uh and that is that we see fraser whose greatest hero is sigmund freud so it's like this idea of like the cultured psychiatrist guy who is like the 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 epitome of His field that he cares about, right?
0: Yep. Which is now totally groundless. But, but he started it. Like the point is, like
1: regardless of whether the things he said were are are still believed today, he created the groundwork that psychiatry is working from today. Right. Right. Then you have Niles, whose hero is Martin. That implies that, like, if. If Niles is Martin's. If Martin is Niles's hero, then that implies that, like, the one person Niles would want the most validation from is Martin. Martin's hero is, like, the polar opposite of who Niles is. Martin is saying, this is the person. The person that I most look up to mm-hmm. is this man who is essentially the opposite of who niles and fraser are and mm-hmm. so if you spend a couple of hours if you're niles and you've spent a couple of hours drinking beers and thinking about the fact that the man you've dressed up as as your hero is dressed up the hero he's dressed up as is could not be less like you mm-hmm. i absolutely understand feeling like a disappointment to that person like that like I'm okay. kidding. So, I, know. <laughs> I know. I know. I can't. But like, that's very, not really touched on a lot. But like in this episode, is like, I mean, I feel like there's no not a lot of build up. Like Niles' speech says it, but what you don't get is the idea that like, your father, who you view as your hero, mm-hmm. is idolizing as his greatest hero, the athlete who's great at baseball. When we just heard in the last episode that Niles lost a tooth on his own pitch in the one in the one time he was in Little League.
0: He lose it did he oh he lost a tooth. He was
1: missing a tooth that mm-hmm. he lost on his own errant pitch. Mm-hmm. That's like it could not be more polar opposite.
0: It's weird that they even choose him as a pitcher.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean Maybe they were just letting him try it out. That was definitely a thing when I was in Little League. It's like, try out this position. Let's
0: see how you do here, I was you just to. always in the field. It's just like, yeah, just keep on going. <laughs> just keep on going. Just way out there. Just mm-hmm. way out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just go home. <laughs> just go home. We don't want mm-hmm. you here.
1: Yeah. Well, in Little League, nobody hits it into left field. So they're going to send the people into left that-
0: That was where I was. Uh, that's
1: where I spent a lot of my time, too. Like, no. I'm still there. <laughs> I'm just but, like the more I think about this, more than I'm like, oh, him picking Joe Dimaggio is pretty powerful and important, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah, but he uh, but, yeah,
0: okay, mm-hmm. should we just move on to the actual funny sure, yeah. ending? they're both funny
1: and but like it's both funny and like touching because like what builds to it like so okay. so Martin storms off, he's mad that mm-hmm. that Niles would would portray him this way as this like drunk judgmental jackass is the way he says it and niles feels bad that he's hurt martin all he wants to do is like make it up to him and i think fraser does a really good job saying just like if he's your hero then you should believe that you you can reach out to him again and like he'll understand right yeah and which i think is really like Which is a good touching bit of thing. But yeah, then- then
0: Not to go dressed as him. (laughs) Right. To go Mm -hmm. Mm talking. So he can't take his wig off. Mm -hmm. So I love this where they get the spoon to help pry the spirit gum off. Mm -hmm. And then the doorbell rings or Mm -hmm. the knock on the door. How do they know that they're there? Is the doorbell? um... Someone's at the door. They must knock or something. yeah,
1: yeah. And it's, doorbell. All the kids, it's, doorbell, yeah.
0: it's all the kids at the door uh-huh. seeing Old Man Crane, you know, prying someone's, you know... Scalp
1: off, yes. essentially. And he's just like, ah! he's like screaming in pain as like Old Man Crane peels someone's... Yeah. yeah. It's so good. And they just scream and run away. Yeah. It's really, really good. I will say... Okay. So this episode may be going on a little long already, but I do have a story related to this that
0: when you speared gum,
1: I speared gum to bald cap to my head once, and it got stuck in my hair. Oh, that was painful. That was how not... did
0: you get it off eventually? It was like nail
1: polish remover. Yeah, but the problem is by then. So the thing is. It was so I was in a play and I was supposed to be wearing a bald cap and it never quite looked right from the audience. And I, I finally we came up with some tricks to like kind of make it look right, but I accidentally spirit gummed it to my hair. Mm-hmm. And we kept trying to get it out, but it was like just not coming off. Mm-hmm. And like eventually, like I went home and I like I tried to shower in like really hot mm-hmm. water to try and wear it and it didn't come off. And eventually, we like. Use spirit to make it come off. I'm not spirit We used uh, nail polish remover to make it come off, but it it like burned, like like because of where it had irritated my skin. So when I put the nail polish remover on there, it like
0: it's weird they use nail polish remover and not just rubbing alcohol.
1: I think I don't know. The idea was that it would. Wear... I mean,
0: acetone is good for that too. Right.
1: So. so it like it worked, but it like burned because it was so stuck on it just like it was mm-hmm. so irritated and it was so stuck on that it like really really hurt to come off and the annoying thing is it was the last day of the play so i had to miss the wrap party because i had to go home and try and get this thing off and it took Aww. so long I, I didn't get to go to the wrap party for our play
0: that's so sad yeah you missed all those raps <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah just
0: raps about the play mm-hmm. and also sandwiches <laughs> <laughs>
1: hmm
0: so we have the end scene with Fraser and Daphne is vacuuming and mm-hmm. Eddie looking at the other Niles as Eddie, like
1: stuffed Eddie. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, this was so good. And just like this is just a really like fun little moment, I think, where he's mm-hmm. just like staring and staring and staring at this fake little Eddie, and then just runs and like rips it apart. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a scene you've seen before. Just a just a Jack Russell Terrier tearing apart some toys. Did your did your Eddie tear apart toys like this?
0: I mean, he swallowed a sock once. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, we couldn't get. He loved those soft toys. Yes, mm-hmm. he did ruin an eeyore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would wake up in the middle of the night and he would take my like plush toys and just chomp them all up. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: So that was annoying. And we mm-hmm. would buy him his own. And I remember we had this little whale and we gave it to him. And he just like within moments, just like totally tore it <laughs> open.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know what he needed like super reinforced <laughs> toys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. He was just crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense. Terriers. They were literally bred to hunt small animals and kill them. So it makes sense to me that...
0: It's funny because I had a guinea pig at that time. And I remember how I would clean the guinea pig cage was it was wire on top, like a mm-hmm. wire structure to a plastic like bottom. So mm-hmm. I would take the wire part off and put the guinea pig in there so like it could run around, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like running out loose. Right, yeah, yeah. And then I would clean out the little plastic bottom thing, Mm -hmm. and I was doing this in my room, and my dog was on my bed, and the little, the wire thing had, like, you could open up the entire top, and Mm -hmm. the top was open, and he jumped in the wire thing with my guinea pig, and I was just like, oh, my God, and it was, it was fine, Mm -hmm. like, I just picked him up, and, like, took him out, but I, he could have, like, jumped on the guinea pig. It would have yeah. been really bad.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, they were literally bred to do that. Is <laughs> yeah. Hunt rodents. Like, jump in sm- Go... Dig into holes and hunt rodents. But he never
0: bothered him, like, when he was just, like, on... In his cage. Like, he didn't right. bother him at all.
1: Yeah. Like, it's he like, never
0: even barked at him.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like, I had...
0: I a- usually cleaned it in the... There was, like, in the bathroom... There was, like, a door to the bathtub, and I would put the guinea pig in the bathtub mm-hmm. and then clean it in there. Mm-hmm. So then I could, like, have him either run around the room because he couldn't get under the door. Right. I learned out the hard way that a mouse could get under you the sure door. sure can, yeah, yeah. Because I had a mouse also at a different time. But the guinea pig could not do that. So mm-hmm. he could run around the room as long as I watched him, make sure he didn't eat any carpet, which, don't put carpet in a bathroom. Why is that in the bathroom? Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. But Or I could keep him in the bathtub, and he would... Mm-hmm. He would. It would be good. I miss yeah. my guinea pig now.
1: Hmm. That's an interesting thing about like pets that are predators and other pets that are usually their prey. Like mm-hmm. I had a cat with notorious bird killer named Muffin.
0: Oh, you had birds.
1: And I had so many birds. We had so many pet birds. Muffin did not care.
0: You had so many pets as a kid.
1: Uh huh. I sure did.
0: Did you ever have fish?
1: So many. Oh, I've talked to you about it. Yeah, we had like. My dad had, like, this huge aquarium filled with all these different tropical fish. He loved taking care of fish. He had so many oh, different fish. Oh, did you have saltwater of... ones? Uh, y- yes. Yeah, they were saltwater fish. It's yeah. like,
0: such a pain to take care of.
1: Yeah. I mean... You yeah. have to,
0: like, be careful of the pH. It's, like, a whole thing to take care of a fish.
1: Oh, yeah. No. he And he was, like, really into it. And, like, and also the birds, like... He, he, like, at one point, we had cockatiels that he would, like, he learned about, like, breeding them. So, Mm -hmm. like, we had little babies that he would then, like, give away to people that wanted cockatiels. It was a whole thing. But, like, this cat, Muffin, who was a terrifying killer of birds, did not care about the birds that we had in our house. She would just ignore them completely. This is a cat we didn't feed three seasons out of the year. I mean, we'd put the food out. We you, didn't have yeah, to. she wouldn't eat she it. She wouldn't eat the food because she was outside eating. But never once gave like had like gave any trouble to the birds that we had in the cages. So, didn't care.
0: so we also had cats. Mm-hmm. Also at the same time that we had a dog mm-hmm. and a fish and a mm-hmm. guinea pig, mm-hmm. but they were kind of indoor outdoor cats. But they really just hung out in the garage mm-hmm. in the backyard. Mm-hmm but the the garage was sort of not full of car it it just had stuff in it right. no car right and but we would leave the door open cuz it was a fenced in yard mm-hmm. and i remember not only like an opossum got in there mm-hmm. which is hilarious. They move so weird. <laughs> uh-huh. They were just stepping in the water, like eating the cat food, mm-hmm. like in this really funny way. I'm doing it, but no one can see me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're just like stepping in all the water.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then definitely a raccoon got in there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was just like, and then it got scared because how we found out there was a raccoon was we walked out the, the door and it was there in the garage. Mm-hmm. And so it got spooked into the garage and we're like uh it's gotta <laughs> leave before we can close the door right. to go because we would lock the door at night right but it was like in the garage and we could not get it to leave mm-hmm. but it's also raccoons can be aggressive mm-hmm. so it was like you know it's a wild animal so we want to like keep its space from the wild animal right, right, right. Uh, but yeah mm-hmm. he was so cute though Raccoons are, are super cute they are cute they are very but cute. it was like no you cannot be here buddy
1: <laughs> right right so
0: I think we started keeping that door closed like closed mm-hmm. because all these weirdo animals would mm-hmm. get in
1: mm-hmm. anyways okay I feel like we should mention drinks we did we did drinks
0: we did drinks and now what are the drinks in the episode beer so many beer. beers
1: beer okay so I was able to because there were so many beers I was able to identify what the beer is because. A lot of times you can't see the whole label, but it was uh-huh. an Adler brand beer, so they're they're Adlers. So,
0: not a kind of animal. Adlers? Adler. Adlers. That... Adler. Yeah, isn't that kind of animal? It.
1: I don't know. I've never heard of an Adler. It might be a thing.
0: There's that show, Black Adler. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry.
1: I don't wait, Diana's looking up what an Adler is. Uh, I, mean, there's I think I made it up. Adders, that's the type of snake.
0: Yes! An adder. That's what I'm thinking. Which, which that's funny, where the I show came from. Yeah, like there's also apparently a animal hospital and pet resort in LA named Adler Animal Hospital.
1: <laughs> I see. Yeah, so Adler is the brand of beer that they were drinking. They were also having some wine. I'm not sure what kind it was, but they had some wine at the party. There were no collars. Because they were never in the studio. Oh, we, I mean, people called Fraser, but we didn't hear them. There were no, no guest. There were no guest callers, which is the point of this thing. So, what's the good word? Did you have oh, a good yes. word? Oh, yes.
0: Okay, nascent.
1: Oh, nascent. Mm-hmm. So,
0: nascent adjective, especially of a process or organization, just coming into existence and beginning to display signs of future potential.
1: I see. When when did they say nascent? <sighs> okay never mind if you don't remember
0: nascent migraine i believe oh
1: okay okay when
0: Mm -hmm. he's talking about like being annoyed by everyone talking you know like the elton john Mm -hmm, conversation mm -hmm. and then also petulant Mm -hmm. uh adjective of a person or their manner childishly sulky or bad-tempered both good words
1: good words i like both of those words okay so let's rate the episode
0: so, I told Dave a four. I mm-hmm. guess I'll just keep it a four. Okay. Uh, four. Hmm. 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 There's some, like, foods in this episode.
1: There's candy.
0: Hmm. Trick-or-treat okay.
1: candy. There's brains. There's beef brains with the beurre noir sauce.
0: Oh, yeah. I could do brains, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do four candy corns.
1: <laughs> okay. I also gave it four out of five Diana Princes.
0: Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's like a combination of me and that um, Spin Doctor song.
1: That's exactly what it is. That's mm-hmm. that's where I learned the word prince. And so we gave it a four out of five. The IMDb rating on this, as I mentioned earlier, is an 8.3. So ours basically is an eight, you know. So, mm-hmm. uh Eric Zicklin's average at this point is a 2.25. Yikes. That is going to go up a bit. Yes. Uh, after this one. So, yeah, that is going to change. That The thing is we so rarely give twos. Having it be basically a two means like these previous ones we so super didn't like.
0: I feel like I'm being less picky than I was. No,
1: I think this is just like, this is a significantly- I like that these
0: episodes have more serious moments.
1: Yeah. It it makes the characters feel more real and mm-hmm. important than in some th- other sitcoms. I think
0: sitcoms. we see more growth in this episode. And we're yeah. in season nine. I think we should see more growth.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay. And that brings us to the section of the episode called We're Listening, where we respond to your messages that you can send us on Twitter at Fraser Podcast or by email at FraserPod at com. Uh, we got a message from our, our relatively new listener, Gabby, uh, which by the way, uh, I realized I have seemingly arbitrary reasons for saying a full name or a last name or whatever. Uh, I'm just going to, I've never explained it. We've been doing this for nearly 200 episodes and I still haven't explained why I do certain names in certain ways. If you, so I'm just going to say, if you write to us on Twitter and your full name is in your Twitter public Twitter thing, mm-hmm. then I'll say your full name. So that's why I say Sean Holland, because Sean Holland's full name is on his Twitter. Mm-hmm. But Ben at Island Isles on Twitter is just Ben, so I refer to him as Ben. If you email us, I'm not. I'm going to use the name you sign it or like or whatever because i assume that's the name you want public if so you tell me you should tell me what you want me to call you but i'm going to not use your full name because i don't try to use uh personally identifying information unless you already have it in some public way that i can that i've seen such as your twitter so that's why i call some people by their full name and some people by not that so
0: by not that
1: by not that. Yes. So anyway, so Gabby uh, writes to us, and about the return of Martin Crane. This came in a little after we recorded the previous episode. Okay. So about that episode, she writes, Hi, Dave and Diana. Uh, the return of Martin Crane is one of those episodes that while explaining an important backstory, was always a rather eh, episode for me. I didn't realize why until listening to your podcast and hearing Diana say that it just really wasn't what you tended to want to watch when you turned on Frasier. And, yeah, I think that's the important thing is, like, it's missing some of that. It's, like, not bad, but it's, like, like, I think this episode is a good example. This
0: has the good Fraser moments, but also has some serious moments in it. Right, right. And I I think does a good job of mixing those two.
1: Right, yeah.
0: Because the episodes lately have just been more serious, I've noticed. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, like, I'm fine with it. But, yeah, I think The Return of Martin Crane is missing the fun silliness mm-hmm. in addition to the seriousness whereas like if you've got both then what you have is a funny show that also has deep characters that i care about mm-hmm. but if it's just deep i'm like oh this is a real drag
0: yeah i mean i'll just watch the handmaid's tale thanks
1: <laughs> right exactly gabby okay, goes on to say Side note, I'm a typical college student and share my iTunes account with my siblings, so while I can't at the moment leave you an iTunes review, I can say that I enjoy your tangents as well as all the other things that I said in my first email. Aw, so, thank yeah, you. Thank you. I'm glad because I feel like this one is real tangents and sorry to yeah. anyone who doesn't, but uh, we, we had a couple of drinks, maybe a little bit. A, that increase always increases our tangent quotient. Anyway. And then I also got a quick tweet from Sean Holland that just says, won't give too much away, but Roger is around for a while, even though you don't see him. Ah, yeah,
0: okay. I thought so. I thought so. Yeah.
1: I, I kind of felt like I got the impression I tried to not read too much, but I was trying to figure out what was going on because that last episode ends in a way that implies a future with Roger. Like, if that like, if that last episode, the end of that last episode was the way, it feels like the end of a rom-com, we are just sort of like, yay, they got together in the end. The thing you wanted is yeah, them getting like, together. like, that would be such a good rom-com. Yeah. And so, that feels like the end of a rom-com. Is Perry
0: Gilpin in any movies? Yes. Yes. Like a movie you've seen?
1: I was answering your question. Okay. Which is, is Perry Gilpin in any movies? Yes.
0: Okay. Well, I think it's very amusing that David Hyde Pierce is in Sleepless in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Because, because... it's in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Because the one thing you know about that movie, if you don't know anything else, is that mm-hmm. it's in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is funny. Yeah.
0: He's also apparently in The Good Wife in some episodes of The Good Wife. My I see. mother let me know that. <laughs> I my see. mother as uh-huh. a color. Mummy. <laughs> mummy.
1: <laughs> hmm. Have sure. you seen my mummy? That's a totally different thing. It's a totally different thing. Anyway, <laughs> yes, I believe that. Also, I just saw a great interview with Kelsey Grammer. I saw the tail end of an interview with Kelsey Grammer on Strayhan and Sarah. That all I all I saw from it, he was he was talking about watching his daughter watch people play Minecraft on YouTube, and I gotta say, just like it was. It was a delightful little bit of an interview to see, but it also felt like every aspect of my world was coming together in a bizarre like way that should not like it's like none of these things should not be connected like like Kelsey Graham are talking about Minecraft yeah or specifically talking about like people playing. Video games online... Like, watching people play video games online like we do on Twitch. Like, I know it was a YouTube thing, but it's, like, the same idea of, like... It's the same thing. Yeah. It's, like, th- that whole concept... It's, like, Kelsey Grammer should not be talking... Like, like, in my mind, those things are are completely disparate ideas and in different parts of my life. And it's weird seeing them both come up on the same thing is all. Well. But I did enjoy that bit of that that interview that I just happened to come across in the and and that I saw it at work you know like so I'm at work which has nothing to do with either of these things and I'm hearing those two things being talked about it's like this is like this this is all of most so much of the things I do in my life
0: okay I love when people ask me like oh you know like what do you do or whatever and Mm -hmm. I say oh I do this podcast and they're like well what do you do podcasts about and I'm like Oh, the TV show Mm *Frasier*, and I think people's minds are blown away by this Mm -hmm. because one, I think they're making a judgment call based on how I look that I would (laughs) not be in the show *Frasier*. So some people have either not seen it, not interested, Mm -hmm. or they're like, "Yeah, I've seen some episodes," and you know, I was just talking to somebody about this, and they were like, "Oh, you know, the like housekeeper that was Scottish," (laughs) uh huh, or like. Oh, yeah, when Niles got with Roz. And I'm like, well, there was kind of that one episode. That it kind of almost no. Happened. Yeah. No, you mean Daphne.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, she's not a housekeeper.
0: Exactly. She's not.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways,
0: I just found it very amusing. And I was just like, oh, sorry, I keep correcting you. And he was like, I expect you to correct <laughs> me as you do a podcast on it. And I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, I guess it's the only thing I'm good for, honestly. So,
1: Disagree. Hard disagree on that.
0: Well, I should be good at it.
1: Sure. Okay. I,
0: well, I'm not saying like I'm an expert. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to win some like pub quiz.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Fraser. I could probably do pretty well.
1: I was going to say, I feel like I haven't even seen the last two two plus seasons and I could do pretty well in.
0: Yeah, but you just got that mind. You got that well, pub mind. Sure. We got that pub mind right now.
1: Okay, I guess if it was an entirely Fraser themed one, and everyone there was doing it because they were into Fraser trivia, maybe I wouldn't, yeah. like, win it. If but, like, like, I'd be able to contribute. Yeah. I'd know a lot of the drinks. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I'd know. You would know
0: the drinks, and, like, it would be, like, that one, like, name five celebrities. <laughs> that were callers on the show, and uh-huh. you would you would nail that for sure. Yeah.
1: Oh, not only that, I would I would name like fifteen just in the hopes that I get like a bonus point. Because pro tip for uh for pub trivia, if you can like at
0: least in America,
1: sure. If you can make the guy that run that's running the trivia thing like laugh, sometimes you get some extra points in there. I have definitely won like been on a team that won because of bonus points we got just for making the person laugh. For being like, this one isn't right, but it feels like it should be. Mm. Like, I've written down an answer that's like, it's not blank, you know, whatever I put. It's not this, but it feels like it should be. And, like, that got a laugh, and, like, you read it, and he's like, I'm going to give a point to that. And be like, yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah. And we've won, and I won that, we won that one by, like, two points.
0: Wow, good job. (laughs) I know.
1: And it's because of a couple of things like that. So, yeah, pro tip, if you don't know the answer, put something funny. You might end up winning. I've done pub trivia three times and I've won twice. So anything else uh you wanted to say on No, this episode? We've said it all. We said, okay. said it we've said all said so much. We've said too much. Okay. Anyway, then thank you for listening. So with that, this has been episode 906, Room Full of Heroes. And this is t j i f Arcade, wishing you all good mental health.
0: We never said our heroes we would dress up
1: as. Oh. Oh. And uh, think of heroes that are dress up as. Okay, did you come up with a hero that you would dress up as? See, okay, okay, this is the second time in the podcast and you've been like, we need to talk about the heroes who we would dress up as, and I you mean, don't have one.
0: I don't have any, I dress up as Dave. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I would dress up as Gigi Shepard, our Shepard from Mass Effect. Um, yeah, that would that would be my mine.
0: I would dress up as Gigi, our cat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, you did it. Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at Sweet Lime on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you can consider making a small monthly donation at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Thanks for listening.
0: Good night, Seattle. We love you.